presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Kate Constable with you. We will get into today's MLB card in just a second, but Paul Aspen is telling me that he has a golf update and says it's over just like an hour into this thing. What are we doing here, Paul? It's over. Tony Finau just hit two of the most pure golf shots I have ever seen. And if he does this for four days, 60 to one, (laughs) just like it's over. He's about to tap in ish. It's a little bit more than a tap in, but if he misses this putt, it's no longer over Uh, for Eagle. But he is, I I could not be happier backing Tony Finau right now. It's, it was two of the most Finau drive and approach ever i'm very i feel great right now meanwhile though by the way just it, this is just getting good like rom's teeing off right now rory's teeing off right oh, now oh yeah so it's, wait uh, what was uh, ed saying about afternoon tee off times we should be feeling oh. good about those guys right yeah was that for bad because the course is banged up right is that what oh with the uh yeah to... that's right the greens get all beat up I so think, we should and... be concerned about these afternoon about tee-offs. Not concerned about So Tony, I bet on Tony usually every week. I did not this time. Should I just do it now? Live bet it? Because I'm going to have FOMO. First round leader if you want. I think I'm holding like, what was that? 35 to 1, something like that. Ooh. So I feel great. So we have an open how update. Many- we also have... Oh, go ahead, Kate. No, I was just going to say how many uh, holes in is Finau right now? Oh, he's on one. He's on the first. So oh, I mean, he might shoot. Started. Yeah, he might shoot like ten under. That's how I'm feeling about this. <laughs> Says right. the mush pan. <laughs> Famously, yeah, kind of a heat check, perhaps. After I after I bet sixty to one, it's just all unravels yeah. after. Think all about think about who over. you're riding with. Yeah. So. <laughs> this would be a famous Hawks mush mush pan collab. Well, they cancel out, right? Oh. So it's actually the exact opposite. You are a big cancel out guy too, yeah. Or it's like the powers combine. That would be something. Oh my gosh, we have to tell Kate about what I just texted you, the eyeball emojis. It totally mushed. What oh, what were God. what were we so, on Michigan State? No, Auburn <laughs> against Houston. Oh. They're up by eight or ten at the half, maybe more. And we had them. What were they? They're like they're more than two to one on the money line. It was close. Like I think they opened as like an eight point dog. So they're up by double digits at halftime or close to it. And all we get from Aaron in the BetQL daily group text is eyeballs. <laughs> and just like oh no, that's when we all knew it was over. I think Houston went on like a no, sixty to zero run. I just sent it to you. Yeah, you're like, Paul, <laughs> eyeballs. No, the group chat one happened three months later when Florida was playing LSU, opens the game with a two-run home run. Oh. Aaron in the group chat, Florida, eyeball emoji, immediately LSU just goes out to like a 6-2 lead. That was actually worse than the March Madness one. That was I was just After I texted it, I'm like, oh, no, I know what's happening what now. What did I do? Way Let's too early. Yes. So Aaron's the jinx of the show. We we have a rotating sort of jinx thing going on, but yeah, it's it's not good. (laughs) It's not. It's really not. Speaking of not good, 
how are you, Kate, with exes? I know you're engaged. Congratulations. You're getting married August 12th. This is a heck of a segue. But like, Gee, are you wonder the where type... this is going. <laughs> are you the type that's friends with your exes or are you just like, I'm never talking to you again type vibe? Uh, um, 50-50. There are two that I w- we will never speak again. If we never speak again, it'll be too soon. Uh, and then there, <laughs> there are a couple that I'm happy for them. They've moved on. I've moved on. We're civil. It's all good. But you're good. I mean, I guess I'll pass the question along to Jake. Jake, how are you with exes? You know, it's really good that I have therapy later today. Um, the way that this is going. <laughs> my, my personal life gets put out in the open on a weekly basis. Yeah. This has become a fixture of the show. No yeah, idea so... who she is, what she looks like, but we just know her name. <laughs> Which is so much for the better. The less details that come out is so much better. Anyway, um, all right, as Aaron is alluding to, uh, great segue there. No, so I went out this weekend, as I do, and I went to a bar in Chicago. It's a very popular bar. They have a back patio. And me and my friends, I have a friend visiting from Denver, and he went to Indiana. This is a big Indiana bar, so we went there. And we sit down on the patio, and as we are talking, who do I see across the way but Madison? I'm like, oh, whatever. Great. Like, of course. You know, whatever. We'll have a social interaction. It'll be great. And I famously, in January, may have sent a text that was after midnight, and it was nothing, like, whatever. But nothing happened, and we ended up talking, chatting, if you will, for, like, 20 minutes, and that was the end of it. And I haven't seen her since then. So, uh, then... I notice that she's wearing like something around her waist. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's like a waitressing like thing, like whatever you want to call it, apron or check book <laughs> holder, apron, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. I don't know. So we're, I go, I tell my friends, I turn to my friends, I go, Oh great. Madison's here, whatever. And they're like, no way they see her. My one friend Sadat waves to her from across the patio. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, let it happen. Like I get it. Like whatever, get it out of the way, I guess. But so so weird so she comes over and she just says hi got in got out like very quick interaction and then they close the patio like five minutes later like this place they close their patio at a certain hour we had gotten there late um as i am 25 and we didn't end up going out to like 10 10 30 anyway and they close their patio i think 11 so they close the patio okay everyone's got to go inside we get a table inside, and she must have gotten cut or something because she. I, we saw her like we were. Our table was by the front door, and we saw her leave. So I don't. Maybe she went up to someone and was like, "You gotta cut me, get me out of here." She didn't join you guys. Sure didn't. No. Um. So yeah, that was the extent of the the interaction. It was like five was minutes. Not for even. Like- a Jake, I miss you. Let's work yeah. things no. out again. Well, then my my one Who friend, my other friend. Uh, I broke up with. It was pretty mutual, was but mutual. I initiated. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Like, we don't, so like, hate each other. We're not on bad terms. Like, it's civil. Yeah. Um, but it was just, like, of course. Like, I never go to this bar. Like, I don't go that often. I happen to go because I had a friend in town. And, of course, who happens to be working there? Like, unbeknownst to me. But whatever. Well, By the way, this was, like, two years ago. Bar. You guys were dating, like, two years? It wasn't? We broke up in, the, in this past fall. We broke up in October. 
Oh, it feels like How forever ago. That the medicine like bit has been going. Uh, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were we were together for like four months, and it's just been like it, it's coming up on a year of the bit going on the show. Like because the- I made the mistake of announcing that I was going on a date on the show, and of course, Joe O latched onto that forever and, and has continuously you does were so. cooking. You were like cooking for her, and then it was kind of evident that like you had a girlfriend. And then one day you said her name, and it's the same name my of my niece. So automatically, I'm never forgetting that. And then it's just become anytime we could say Madison on this show, it's just fun, good times, recurring bit, good bit. Also, I got a little carried away. Um, So Tony (laughs) already so immediately, but no, Tony tapped in. You should apologize to our listeners if they. I apologize. Well, I still feel great about it. Like, but he tapped in for birdie. It was never an eagle opportunity. It just like the approach was so good that it almost went into the cup that I got excited thinking that it might be. Paul's but. Paul's gaslighting himself into already being ready for the collapse. No, like, no, I still like... feel great. I still feel great. He's like he could not have hit the first two shots better. We're fine. We're you know, great. Rory. This might be a, yeah, a Rory's dis- this in, might be a disaster. like and then you could put Rory's in the rough. Rom was in the rough. Yeah. Like Tony is he's rolling. We're good. I don't even know where this ball is. Jake, while I have you on, adding insult to injury, Blake Snell is on the mound. I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You know, the famous Madison Snell combo. How could you miss it? I would be scared to take Blake Snell today if I were you, based off that juju from last (laughs) night. I would. I know. I I just keep going back to the. And it just has not worked out. But. You know what? I can feel it in my bones. The Blake Snell collapse turned back into a pumpkin is coming. He ain't winning Cy Young, what? first of all. Like, okay. What? What is three gems in a row from from the Padres? Though, I mean, I, they they are looking good. I think Snell especially. So you're gonna fade Snell. I'm. I'm going to fade him, and like not on the money line with the Blue Jays. I am going to take a player prop in that game. Uh, Whit Merrifield has really good history against Snell, and him to get two plus hits is three to one. And he's been playing really well over the last two weeks as well. Obviously, the All Star break is baked into that, but like the last ten games, let's say, uh, Whit Merrifield's been playing really well. So I need to find a way to do it. I got to get the ball rolling again somehow. Snell's not winning. Signing also f- about the Padres while we're talking about Snell. Him and Musgrove have been awesome since like mm-hmm. June like second or something like that. They have like a two seven ERA collectively, and the Padres have the exact same record that they had like basically over that time since that streak started. Like they have two of the best pitchers in the league, and the Padres yeah. still suck. Like it's crazy. Snell in the last thirty days has faced ninety one batters and has a forty three percent strikeout rate. He's almost striking yeah. out fifty percent of the dudes he's facing. I mean, that's incredible. So he can't win Cy Young if nope. he's pitching five innings. Correct. Right? Because it's like against the Phillies his last time out. Five innings, three hits, seven Ks, eighty two pitches. Like if that's So that's the problem. Like yeah. that's why I say he can't win Cy Young because he has all these strikeout numbers and that looks great. First things first, he's only going five innings, like Paul said. That's not going to boost your war. That's not going to make the rest of your numbers look good. And historically, strikeouts are not indicative of a player winning Cy Young. It's helpful, but it's not a key factor in a player winning Cy Young award. So, like, I mean, for example, look at Rick Porcello a few years ago. He won the Cy Young because he had, like, 20 wins, but he had, like, a 3.75 ERA, and that was when we still valued pitcher wins, which is a crazy time in history. But... 
Like Blake Snell, he just doesn't have the innings. When you compare him, let's say at the end you get to the, you know, whatever, October, let's just say 20th or whatever, and you compare him to, say, Zach Gallen or Logan Webb, who are going seven, eight, even nine innings throwing yeah. complete games, those war numbers are going to be so different, and those inning pitch numbers are going to be so different where you're just going to toss out Snell's numbers because, all right, yeah, he has them in strikeouts, but has them in literally nothing else, so he's just not going to win. He'll come in fourth or fifth. I might just do Padres money line. I'm thinking about sure. it. That's what Once I'm doing. So speaking of, you like it too? Awesome. Uh, do, should I we do. talk about? Tell me why you like the Padres as well. Well, I mean, they've won seven of their last eleven games. I know Jake thinks some regression's coming for Blake Snell, but I mean, his numbers over his last nine starts—they've been pretty good, despite not going deep into games. I just think the Padres are kind of turning a corner here and going to ride a little momentum uh, into this one today. So minus 120, I, I think that's the right side to be on on the money line. Yep, I'm with you on that one. It kind of feels like all these games are must win. I don't know why they they waited this long to kind of get it together, but I like the momentum that this Padres team has mm -hmm. right now. And now they've got Snell on the mound who's been – Fantastic. So we've got a ton of early afternoon games, seven afternoon games. Jake had just brought up Zach Gallen. That is one that I took a look at. Should the Braves, who have lost what? So how many games in a row? Four now? Should they Four. be like minus 200 favorites? I thought nope. this was a bit head scratching to me. So I'm looking to fade the Braves here. What do you think? I bet the Diamondbacks. I kind of want to. You bet the Diamondbacks? Oh yeah! All right, I bet them this morning. What number did you get? Plus one seventy. Yeah, yeah. You I, you have to. Gallon on the mound. He's the Cy Young. He's the leader for Cy Young right now. He's the favorite to win it. And Strider, kind of like in the same vein as Blake Snell, has been only going five or six. He's been pitching better, but also a month ago he had like a six ERA. He was giving up homers left and right. Gallon's just been steady all year long. The Diamondbacks yeah. are too good to be plus 170 on the money line. They're a good team. They're in contention for the NL West. Like They're too good of a team. You're pricing them like they're the Royals or the A's or the White Sox, and that's just – it doesn't make sense. What about so you're the not total? Worried about uh, him? Oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead, Kate. not worried about him against the Braves' offense, and, I mean, you could throw the total in that. Did the Bra does, mm -hmm. Is the Braves' offense able to find any success today, Jake? I mean, yeah, it's the Braves. They're always going to find success. But, I mean, take yesterday's example. They went against a much inferior pitcher in Ryan Nelson, who I backed. I bet the Diamondbacks yesterday, too, because Ryan Nelson's been awesome on the road. But Gallon's been awesome all year long, home and away. Braves offense is seeing a better pitcher. I believe this might be a getaway day for them, too. So you bake that in. I just think with Gallon on the mound, this, like, it, I just think the number's wrong. And I, so as a play for hashtag wrong number, like a wrong team favorite possibly even, yeah, I mean, the Braves offense yeah. is always going to be scary, but everything else factored, like the number's just wrong. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we continue to break down today's MLB card right here on the BetQL Network.
We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.